0: Welcome to Contractors' Corner, a brand new Solar Power World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors and installers just like you. This podcast series is a companion to the Contractors' Corner column in the back of our print magazine and on our website, so make sure you look for our featured solar contractors in our August-September issue, which will have bonus distribution at Solar Power International in Orlando in September. In this episode, we are talking to Steve Johnson. President of LightWave Solar in Nashville, Tennessee. Steve, thanks for joining us. Hi, Steve.
1: Thanks for inviting me on your show today.
0: So can you tell us a bit about the uh, origins of your company, when it was founded, how many people were involved at the beginning, what is its philosophy?
1: Well, we, we uh, were founded in, in 2006, the day after uh, Independence Day uh, on July 5th, and it started in my house, uh, just myself in a bedroom. We moved out into a, 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 what was a tractor shed, Up And then my wife finally kicked us out and we leased uh, some office space. The philosophy uh, is to promote the use of solar energy. In 2006, there was almost no solar energy in Tennessee except for a little bit of off-grid here and there.
0: Well, for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with Tennessee, um, can you tell us a little bit about your service range and how many solar customers you estimate are within that?
1: Well, our service range is is the TVA Valley um, for the most part, so that includes all of Tennessee and um, good chunks of Kentucky, Alabama, and Mississippi, as well as small parts of uh, Virginia, Georgia, and North Carolina.
0: How many customers do you think are there?
1: I mean, there's 9 million uh, ratepayers in the Tennessee Valley area. Uh, How many of those want to do solar? Uh, That's kind of our job is to bring it to people's attention and educate people about it so that they will know it's even a consideration. We've done about 220 installations, and of course that's accelerating as we go.
0: That's great. So what's your company's percentage breakdown in terms of the markets you serve? Do you well,
1: We just do PV, solar, electrical. My background is all electrical and uh, we do about 80% commercial, about
0: 20% residential. And how many employees do you currently have, and how many have you added over the past, you know, few years?
1: We currently have 35 employees, and we've added about 20 people, I'd say, over the last over the last three years.
0: Tell us a bit about Tennessee and the regulatory situation there.
1: Currently, there are no state programs for solar in the state. And, unfortunately, there uh, is a proposed solar property tax, which, from our point of view, seems determined to stop investment in the state. We'd like to see the state government promoting solar a little bit more than they are. Uh, We do have two large investments in the state, Hemlock and are building silicone refineries. Also, all Sharp's U.S. production is in Memphis, Tennessee.
0: What's the thing you enjoy most about being in the solar industry?
1: Well, there's great people in the solar industry. I meet so many great people. Going back a number of years, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, um, nobody was getting in the solar industry to make money. You really couldn't hardly make any money in it. And so a lot of people are driven by a, a passion and a mission, and and, um, and now people are able to support themselves and grow businesses. So there's, there's just a good uh, feel in the solar industry, and I always think of it's kind of like growing tomatoes. That uh, you know, growing tomatoes is a good thing. Grow it in your backyard. Solar is kind of like that. It's uh, simply a, a good, beneficial thing to do.
0: Okay. What do you enjoy least about it?
1: Uh, I'd say probably the constant policy changes. We had last year. We had seven policy changes on the on the federal and state and local or, or, or utility level. Uh, seven changes in a year and looks like we'll probably do that meeting again this year. That's very disruptive for a business. Uh, a business needs sustained orderly development and um, measured changes in policy um, to kind of avoid a roller coaster effect. Uh, so you create more jobs and, and can grow businesses better with a more orderly development.
0: Well, say you were a uh, king of the solar industry for a day, what would you do then?
1: Uh, I'd say make a have a national standard for RPS in the United States of America. This would provide consistency across uh, utility turf and state turfs, and lay a good foundation for, for growth of industry and job creation across the country.
0: What's the most important piece of technical advice you could offer to your peers?
1: You know, I'd say, well, a couple things. You know, design-efficient systems um, for effective production. And so you don't buy a system based on its size. You're buying a system for its production over 25 years or more. Mm -hmm. Part of that would be make sure string sizes um, don't dip too low in the summer. The industry has kind of watched out for the high side of the inverter window. We also need to be aware of the low side of the inverter
0: window. Okay. What about business lessons? What have you learned since you started in the industry?
1: Well, I've learned a lot. uh, I guess most of it the hard way because I was driven to do solar and not run a business and the business has grown up around me. But, you know, I've noticed all along there's been risk to take. At first, I thought I'd make a couple big decisions and I'd be over the risk, but they keep coming along and as you grow, they get to be bigger and bigger. And I think, you know, trying to do the right thing uh, with passion makes the risk more manageable
0: okay so let's gauge your optimism and pessimism here where do you see the solar industry in five years
1: <laughs> well I think the solar industry will continue to grow we're going to keep um, uh, converting sunlight to electricity um, this is a technology that has no fuel expense and that is going to make it a leading a leading technology um, rather than digging holes in the ground for black rocks and burning them um, it's a lot smarter to take the sunlight that's streaming down from above and convert it directly
0: into electricity. Okay. Well, if people uh, want to find more out about your company, maybe install some of those panels and capture some of that sunlight themselves, where would they find that information?
1: Well, our website's a good place, www.lightwavesolar.com, and um, our phone okay. number is there. You could give us a call.
0: Well, thank you, Steve Johnson, president of LightWave Solar Nashville, for joining us today.
1: Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for taking the time to uh, talk to us, and we enjoy your publication.
0: Oh, absolutely. This has been the inaugural edition of Contractors' Corner, a brand-new Solar Power World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors and installers just like you. This podcast series is a companion to the Contractors' Corner column in the back of our print magazine and on our website. So make sure you look for our featured solar contractors in our August-September issue, which will have bonus distribution at Solar Power International in Orlando in September. I'm Stephen Bishong, Assistant Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Take care.